do you know why I'm drinking way more now than ever? It's because every time I get on social media and I start scrolling, I see your gyms and I see your god-awful shitty social media post. And it's not the photos are that bad. Sometimes they are. It's mainly the copywriting. You're not speaking to anyone. You're putting hashtags all over the place on Facebook. You're not using the right kind of copy on Instagram. You're not addressing any micro problems. You're putting up, you know, 5.30 p.m. class getting lit. You know, wall balls at 6 p.m. Check out Becky. She's late. It's all bullshit. You are checking the box and doing the bare minimum. You're not talking about what makes your business unique, but I can help fix that problem. I'm currently offering social media copywriting services. I've hired an outside copywriter. I had them start doing it for Urban Movement and What the Fuck Gym Talk. It was an amazing success. We've done over 10 different micro gyms in the past four weeks. And if you want references, I'll send them to you. If you're not sure whether it's worth the money, I'll send you the, all the gyms we've recently done. You can look at their social media, see how it's improved. But bottom line is, guys, you do not have to be spending thousands and thousands of dollars every single month on ads. You got to run ads. But your organic social media should be bringing people in. Gyms that do this well get new clients on organic social media on the regular. It gets their clients to share the photos and videos, and it's all due to quality copy and good creative. If you're looking to improve that for your business, shoot me a DM on Instagram, and we can talk about setting up a discovery call. Guys, there's no reason to have your social media suck in 2020. Level that shit up, send me a DM, and we'll get on a call. Now on with the podcast. What is up, guys? It is Stu, and it is another episode of the What the Fuck Gym Talk podcast. The autonomous fitness user. So this was a term I had first, you know, heard someone really speak about in mainstream from James Fitzgerald and OPEX. Just the idea that at a certain point, when someone has been properly coached and has been doing functional fitness or any kind of fitness, you know, it could be running, it could be bodybuilding, it could be whatever, long enough they no longer truly need you from like a form perspective corrective kind of you know scenario they are probably 85 95% there if not more they're not going to get injured sure there's some room for critiques and i know all the purest coaches are well what they don't need coaching anymore you're saying they're so good they don't need any coaching I, yeah, listen, when you're referring to your fucking three-position snatch and clean drill, like the Olympic weightlifting portion or the high-end gymnastics portion, all you fucking competitive, like-minded, brainwashed motherfuckers, CrossFit world people, sure, yeah, I guess, man, I guess you could win that argument that they still need your amazing fucking world-class, second-to-none fucking coaching. But for the rest of us, you know, in the fitness world, where we just work out to look good naked and we enjoy strength training, we enjoy sweat, we enjoy having a good conditioning sesh. Yeah, I think once you've had, you know, a certain amount of time, your training age is of a certain level, you know the movements, you know how to perform them correctly. And again, I'm assuming you know how to perform them correctly. There are clients, we can all think of them from our micro gyms that have been with us six years and no matter what tactic, you know, tactile, visual, or verbal cue we provide, they're still a motor moron. I, I'm not referring to them, all right? I need you to understand the category of people I'm referring to. Is this autonomous fitnesser who has years and years of being coached in their fitness discipline, they move well, they understand the movements, and now they know what they want. So let, let's back this up. Micro gyms, 
rely, not rely, but micro gyms are a big part, a big part of their model is the idea or their attraction to come to a micro gym or any kind of group fitness class is I don't want to have to think, man. I just want to show up. I just want to move. I just want to work out. And that is, that's a huge part of it. There are people like, I don't want to have to think of my workout. I like when a coach does it. And you know, I like when a coach, you know, corrects my form and, and when I'm, you know, messing that up, that's a hundred percent accurate. That's not who I'm talking about. The autonomous fitness user did that in the beginning. They were like that for years and years and years. But at a certain point, they become educated enough. They're like, you know what? They look at the workout and they're like, man, that, that's a good workout. There's nothing wrong with it, but I really want to work on this, right? I was having a conversation uh, with a guy at the gym I go to now, right? And he was talking about he really wants his uh, his he wants bigger quads. And what he was he was talking about is VMO, and um, and he was just like, yeah, you know, I really. Deadlifts are great and all, but I got a good deadlift. I just, I really need to work on my quads. I, I should be doing some fucking cyclist squats or what, leg extensions. And um, in my head, I was just like, he's not wrong. He's 100% accurate. But it's like, he's he's that guy. He's that autonomous dude. He's been doing CrossFit for seven and a half years. He moves well. He looks good. He just now has something specific. He doesn't need the specific recipe that's being provided for him. The workout, the programming, and I know some of you. Oh boy, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa! They don't need my programming. You're saying what? I can't program adequately for an advanced person. It's not good enough for that. Well, let, let's just think of it like this, fuckface. Is it possible to really cook up a fucking workout recipe that is going to be exactly what I don't know? Let's call it a uh, hundred people a day want. I don't know, I'm just assuming maybe you have five classes a day with 20 people, whatever. Whatever your number is, you see per day. You really think you're able to cook up a workout that 100% fucking satisfies exactly what everybody wants? And I know you're like, well, it's not what they want, it's what they need. Again, yes, for that young, low training age, doesn't still move well, is, you know, be their first couple years of fitness, 100%. But for the autonomous fitness user, that person knows what they want. And, and here's the punchline on the business side of all this. I truly believe, and I did a podcast on this, on the high, the new hybrid model, what I think the future of the micro gym hybrid model looks like. Go back maybe about 10 episodes, you'll find that on the podcast. But I truly believe that you know now that this functional fitness revolution, micro gym revolution has been going on now, for you know, just around 20 years, a little under 20, like effectively a little under 20 years, we have a lot of you know autonomous people that know what they want, and it's evident by what happened in 2020 when all these different online programming models popped up. If you're really into you know the outdoors and how fitness really plays a role in hiking and your outdoor shit, you can get on mountainathlete.com programming specifically for people who do outdoor shit. If you are super into dirt bikes, like you ride dirt bikes as sport or recreational, you can get on Enduro Method. A client of mine has created online programming for dirt bike riders. If you really like bodybuilding, but you got in the, but then you got in the CrossFit, and then at a certain point you kind of like, I don't really care about fucking how much I snatch. I just want to, you know, I want a bigger chest. You get in the functional bodybuilding with Marcus Philly, right? Or if you're like me, right? You. 
you uh, enjoy functional fitness, you enjoy strength training and conditioning, but you want longer, more aerobic sessions, you love the idea of increasing time on, uh, you know, time under tension and using tempo instead of always having to go fast as fuck and heavy as hell, then you do tempo training. Like, there are so many niches now of fucking programming for you to get into once you're autonomous enough to know what you want and you can perform the movements well. Not perfect, well, good. You know, not gonna get injured and blow out your spine. And I truly believe that. So what does that mean for the business, right? What does that mean for the industry? I believe there's gonna be a new demand and it won't be recognized at first. It'll be recognized by the few that that look at the industry the way I do and, and notice the opportunities for white space. But there's gonna be a demand for more access to an open gym format functional fitness facility. These may or may not be 24-7 access. I don't, I don't really know, you know, I really don't know the um, effectiveness of 24-7 access, you know, for most micro gym owners. But I will tell you this, I think with the increased commercial real estate rates that we're all seeing, we're gonna have micro gym owners scratching their heads of like, how do I activate my gym the other X amount of hours of the day? And let me tell you, an open gym model where you're able to provide during good times, like it's gotta be enough hours of it during the day, an open gym format, I think you're gonna see a lot of your current members and the potential future members take advantage of that. All right, and here's the business case for this. So uh, one of my clients, CrossFit Grandview in Columbus, Ohio, you probably saw it in a shoot the shit with him. His name is Brandon Coden. He just, you know, opened up this $2.3 million facility. And a good, a good chunk of it is in open gym format. People can come in there 24-7, access it. And he sees a lot of his members that are CrossFitters going in there because they, they have specific things they want to do, you know, personally, they want to work on, whatever the hell it may be. What you're also seeing is a consolidation of the global gym market. The big box mark gyms, a lot of them have gone under or are soon going under, which means there are people that were going to these globo gyms, and but they were mainly doing functional fitness. They were just doing it inside of a globo gym. They never really wanted. They, they like you know they think CrossFit's douchey or Barry's is douchey. They don't want to do group fitness, but they enjoy doing functional fitness on their own. Well, most of those global gyms are designed with bodybuilding and ellipticals in mind. All right, some of them are getting better at you know functional fitness areas and actually Pure Gym, now branded as Pure Fitness. It's a UK-based model that's coming to the US. They've got three stores open up in the DC, uh, Maryland area. They are, they're really poised to do well because they're a uh, high volume, low price model that with great functional fitness areas. But anyway, that's, that's, for a, that's actually gonna be in this week's WTF Weekly. So check that out. Um, but listen, these guys, like these individuals are looking for places to go as these bigger box gyms either get closed or they're just less ideal. Like when I was looking for places to work out as a civilian when I was retiring, I went to our local YMCA and our YMCA is fucking dope. I mean, they just did like, I don't know, a $12 million renovation on it. It is insane. Like great functional fitness areas. Um, rooftop track and turf and sleds and all this dope shit. But it's the YMCA, so they've got a bajillion members. And even, you know, they have all the great stuff, but it's just so fucking overcrowded. And it was just a shit show. And what I ended up finding was this amazing gym. It's called QC Fit. Uh, really good dude by the name of Jason Bright, JB. He owns this location, another one in Charlotte. 
and they've got a gorgeous fucking CrossFit gym. Gorgeous. I mean, one of the nicer ones I've been in. And they have a wide, vast array of open gym times. And I think that's so fucking smart. Not only do, like, I use it, that's like my go-to. And I'll jump into a class every now and then. But I, it's, it's what I think people are going to as the autonomous fitness user becomes more prevalent because their education and experience becomes more vast. And because functional fitness in and of itself is a vast discipline, there's so many areas to niche into. We all know someone who got into functional fitness and now they're really in the kettlebells. Or they got into functional bodybuilding, or they got into CrossFit, or they got into Olympic weightlifting, or they got into powerlifting, or whatever the fuck it may be. And now they might want to pursue online programming, which is typically where I think that's gonna be found, or they're gonna, you know, build their own journey, create their own programming, and do and focus on that thing. There is a kid in a CrossFit gym who like doesn't like his fucking calves. Right? He's got small calves, right? So tiny dick syndrome of the calf, and he's got that, and he's just not happy about it. What in his CrossFit class is going to help him with that? Nothing. But I bet you that kid might also maybe have a $10 a month Planet Fitness membership just so he can go and use the, the seated calf raise machine and the standing calf raise machine and the blah, blah. Like, you guys see what I'm saying? Like, you're going to have people who your recipe that you offer to every day doesn't fucking do it for them in everything that they want. And if you still stand behind, yeah, but I still think programming a 5K is what they fucking... I cannot wait for you to go out of business. Cannot fucking wait. Like, just that elitist, cunty fucking attitude of, uh, I'm going to give them the recipe and it's what they need and I know best. No fuckface. People have aesthetic goals. They have personal goals. They just have things they enjoy doing. And if I believe that the tyrant fucking programming model of like, you come to my gym, you do this one workout, you get the fuck out... I think that's going to work for brands that that really play in non-autonomy. Barry's Bootcamp, Orange Theory, F45. These are not autonomous fitness programs. These are programs that literally you go there specifically, their ideal avatar, the current customer that they have by the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds just needs that place to go. They just need somewhere to work out. And listen, that avatar is always going to be present. There's Here's the spectrum. 20% of all of our of these avatars of our of your potential customers are going to um, just want to work out on their own. They're a lone wolf. They're going to want a globo gym. They're autonomous. They don't they don't need your group fitness. They think group fitness is maybe a little douchey, whatever. But that's primarily what they want to work out on their own. The other twenty percent is going to always need a group class. Like there is no way in hell they will ever be motivated to work out on their own without a group class. Okay. Well, guess what's in the sixty percent. The person who's become educated with fitness and has become autonomous and is able to make their own decisions and now make and now establish, I'm really into this. I would like to spend two days a week, three days a week doing this. I like the way this makes my arms look. I like the way this makes my butt feel. And that person is going to seek to do their thing because they're a fucking adult. And at some point, they're going to not care as much about the fucking leaderboard and the rah-rah-rah of your, you know, fucking community cheering them on on a 500-meter row. And they're just like, dude, I just really want a a better-looking chest. I want more abs. I want to do more core work. I want a bigger butt, whatever it is. And they're going to be seeking somewhere to do that. And it's either going to be your facility or they're going to, you know, they'll go get that Planet Fitness membership for 10 bucks. They'll go get a Pure Fitness membership. Right? They might start their home gym and do it at their, at their home. 
I'm saying there's an opportunity as I see it, as our avatar continues to evolve into a more educated, higher training age, autonomous person, so does the opportunity for the micro gym owner to evolve the model, offer more open gym, offer different programming, like independent, like individual design. And I know that's not a new feature for many of you guys, but the problem is you're not able to compete at the 19 to $30 a month price point as all these other models are. So you're probably not gonna win there. I really think individual design is in a tough spot these days. Um, and, and, you know, give it 24-7 access potentially, that kind of thing. Hybrid AF is a company that does that for, for micro gyms. I have several clients using their 24-7 their, uh, their access services. So, guys, this is my thoughts. This is, again, where I, this is where I just sit back and I look at the industry and I have very thoughtful conversations in my own fucked brain about this stuff. And then I just regurgitate, you know, I just spew it out on these podcasts. Please, if you're picking up what I'm putting down, Hit me up, shoot, let me know whether you agree, disagree, whether you're already going this route with your micro gym, whether you'd never go this route with your micro gym. I'd love to have these discussions. Um, And guys, until I see you or talk to you in the next podcast, have a great fucking day.